This is a Squeeze podcast. We're your shortcut to being informed. Hi, it's Claire Kimball here, the founder of The Squiz. This week marks six years of putting out The Squiz Today podcast, and I just wanted to say a huge thank you for listening. If you love what we do, and we hope you do, please tell your friends about us. It's all the birthday present we could ever need. Good morning, I'm Alice Dempster. And I'm Claire Kimball. It's Thursday the 16th of February. In your squiz today, more rate rises are on the way, lives lost in New Zealand, Ukraine calls for more aid, and a chocolate heist goes wrong. This is your squiz today. Claire, we kicked off the week talking about Reserve Bank boss Philip Lowe and his big week ahead. He's been under growing pressure to explain the thinking behind the RBA board's decision to increase interest rates nine consecutive times. And yesterday, he fronted a Senate Estimates Committee hearing where he confirmed that Australia is set for more rate rises this year. Yeah, he said the rationale for that is that the Reserve Bank is trying to mitigate what he called the corrosive risk that rising inflation poses to our economy. Uh, He said that all evidence is if inflation stays high for too long, expectations adjust and that leads to higher interest rates and more unemployment. Basically what he's saying is that we'll make our own decisions about what we want to spend and that's not necessarily a good way to go. Uh, Lowe says that inflation is currently way too high. It's 7.8%. That's well above the Reserve Bank's 2 to 3% target. It wants to see that for our economy to be more stable. And on a personal front, Lowe said that he has no plans to resign. That came after politicians repeatedly questioned him on why he should keep his job. He's been criticised for months now for saying that we wouldn't see rate rises until 2024. He said yesterday that the personal criticism was a bit unfair and that he understood the rate hikes were unpopular. Yeah, he talked about in that hearing of people writing to him telling them how hard it's been. Uh, But he said that those hikes, which have brought the cash rate from 0.1%, which was a historic low, to 3.35% since May 2022, uh, Lowe said that he understands that it's really, really tough. And it's not just mortgage holders feeling the pinch. If you rent a home or if you're someone who pays for electricity and gas, you're looking at higher bills coming your way this year. Uh, That's what other officials and experts confirmed yesterday. Yeah, Treasury Secretary Stephen Kennedy was one of those. He said that inflation has most likely peaked, but high demand for energy and housing would keep their prices high going forward. Claire, this is just part one for the week. Lowe is before another parliamentary committee hearing tomorrow. Another story we've talked about a lot this week is Tropical Cyclone Gabrielle. Yesterday, it was confirmed that at least four people, including a child, have died in the dangerous weather conditions in New Zealand, Claire. Yeah, those deaths were recorded near Auckland and in the Hawke's Bay region, uh, which have both been really hard hit. There are also concerns for more than 1,400 people who haven't been able to be contacted. Authorities say that they expect to 
track most of them down, but police do have concerns for some of them. So there's more to come on that. Uh, The weather system now has moved away from the country's North Island. It's gone out to sea to the east, Uh, but the extent of the damage is still to be assessed. And if that wasn't enough, a magnitude 6.1 earthquake struck the lower North Island near Wellington late yesterday with no damage or casualties reported. And let's give PM Chris Hipkins points for maintaining his sense of humour. He said, I was looking out the window for a plague of locusts. (laughs) Someone's put a curse on them, that's for sure. Ukraine's President Volodymyr Zelensky is ramping up the pressure on the country's Western allies to speed up the delivery of military aid, Claire. It comes as Russia gets ready to launch a fresh offensive in Ukraine's east that's also coinciding with the one-year anniversary of their invasion. Yeah, that anniversary is at the end of next week, so no doubt we'll be talking about that. Uh, What's happened is that, of course, we've talked about Russia's military having months of setbacks, but it's been focusing uh, on capturing some strategic areas in the eastern Donetsk region. Uh, That's ahead of that anniversary. NATO's member countries' defence ministers met in Brussels this week. Uh, Secretary-General Jens Stoltenberg has backed Zelensky's calls, but he said that uh, providing those fighter jets that he's after isn't the most urgent issue. He says that allies need to deliver what has always been promised, and that includes things like armoured tanks and more ammunition. And that comes at the same time as a new study from the US that's found that at least 6,000 Ukrainian children have been detained in re-education camps in Russia and its annexed territories over the past year. And the study says those detainments are in order to deny and suppress Ukraine's identity, history and culture. Claire, Scotland's First Minister, Nicola Sturgeon, has shocked UK politics with her resignation. Sturgeon's been in the job for more than eight years after becoming the Scottish Nationalist Party leader after the country's last independence referendum in 2014. Yeah, she said the challenges of giving absolutely everything of yourself to the job uh, means that it can only be done by anyone for so long. In the last few weeks, Sturgeon's been tied up in a controversy over gender reforms and trans prisoners. Uh, That had to do with a convicted rapist being incarcerated in a women's prison in Scotland. Uh, She's also been under pressure for her strategy on Scottish independence. Uh, And a polling expert says that Sturgeon's popularity is as low as it's been during her time as First Minister, Uh, but she denies that that's the reason that she's leaving. She says that she's been wrestling with the decision for some time. Yeah, one of her quotes out of the press conference she held was, maybe I want to spend a bit of time on Nicola Sturgeon, the human being. She'll stay in the job until a replacement is found, but a specific time frame on that hasn't been set. This week, our podcast is brought to you by Aware Super. Sometimes it can feel like retirement is a long way off, but whether it's two years or 20 years away, it's important to make sure your super fund is working for you. Aware Super is one of Australia's largest super funds and offers heaps of free tools and tips on its website for Aussies looking to get their super sorted and put a plan in place for their retirement. Read the PDS and TMD at aware.com.au. 
A British man's plot to allegedly steal 200,000 Cadbury cream eggs, that equates to more than $54,000 worth, has been foiled by police, Claire. Prosecutors say that 32-year-old Joby Poole used a metal grinder to break through the gates of an industrial unit, and he then used a stolen truck with false plates to take the trailer load of chocolate eggs. Quite a bit of planning that went into that. (laughs) Uh, And prosecutors and police say that he did seem to go uh, to some ends to plan all of this. Uh, But those best laid plans have been cracked apart. Uh, Poole was stopped by police on a motorway and he very quickly gave up. Uh, Reports say that police were pretty pleased, this is the quote, to have saved Easter. Uh, What's not clear is what the plans were for all of those eggs. 200,000 Cadbury cream eggs is quite a few, Uh, particularly when it's a divisive part of Easter. Um, People call them disgusting. Other people call them irresistible. Yeah, I didn't realise that cream eggs were so controversial, but I've been reading up and Even one of my favourite children's authors, Roald Dahl, once said that he refused to eat the fondant-filled horrors, but he acknowledged that somebody obviously does buy the bucketful. I don't mind them myself, but people do have some very strong opinions. (laughs) They're chocolate. What could go wrong? (laughs) And that's us done for today. Just a reminder that Squiz Shortcuts is out today. Claire, you and Kate are talking about quite a colourful event that's coming up in Sydney. Yeah, we're talking about World Pride. Uh, It's a massive event that's kicking off in Sydney tomorrow. It's going to see about 500,000 people attend events over the fortnight. Uh, The government in New South Wales says it's going to inject about $100 million into the economy. Uh, And it made us wonder if listeners know about the origins of Pride and Mardi Gras and all those battles that the LGBTQI plus community have fought for equality so we've covered all of that yeah anything that involves glitter and a kylie minogue performance is great by me yeah absolutely i'll pop a link to that in your episode notes thank you for listening today and we'll be back with you again tomorrow g'day kate watson here i'm the host of weekly wrap and news club a place for conversations about the news it's budget week so i'm here to tell you about our news club episode from last week where claire chatted with james chessel he's the former managing director of publishing at nine entertainment he was also a staffer earlier in his career so they have a good chat about how the budget sausage is made here's a small snippet the most important policy or set of policies the government will announce every year. So it's important that it's not um, announced willy-nilly, although mm. they do leak <laughs> a, a, a fair amount of it. Yeah. And there is a famous time when uh, when um, Laurie Oakes, the nine journalist, got his hand on the budget papers b- the day before the budget and was it's able to such print. such an incredible story. Was able to print a lot of it, um, which was, you know, absolutely amazing. Um, <laughs> but the other thing is a lot of what the Treasurer will announce has the ability to move markets, yeah. um, direct impact on on businesses and, and other organisations. So, you know, there does need to be some rigour and uh, confidence that it will be handed, handled in an appropriate, appropriate way. For more on that chat, just search for News Club in your podcast app or follow the link in your episode notes.